Welcome to Stoner Chicks Podcast, the podcast for stoners by Stoner Chicks. I am Phoebe Richards. I'm Grace Penzel. I'm Stephanie Thompson. And I'm Kayla Teal. And oh my gosh, we're here. Another week. Another week down. Another episode being recorded. Another week bites the dust. All I see in my rearview mirror is dust. In the bits of yesterday I can remember. <laughs> um, so I can't find a lighter, so I'm about to smoke using a match as we're uh, as we're talking right now. Well, you Ooh. know, it's sort of old school, which today, exciting news, I got Stoner Chicks a P.O. box. Buck, yeah. Is it P.O. box 420? No, I asked for that one and he looked at me suspiciously. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but exciting, and it really did feel, I, it brought back all these memories of being a kid and going with my dad to the post office to check his P.O. box. There's that specific post office smell. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like fresh paper. Is that a, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, sure. Right? I do. Paper. I was thinking about that <laughs> when I was there today. It was also pouring outside when I went in, so it had that rain smell. So it was just a very Seattle post office experience. <laughs> now we have a P.O. box, so we can safely give it out and get any mail that people might want to send to us. Yeah, well, 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 what's the address? What's the P.O.'s? It is uh, P.O. Box 80586, <laughs> Seattle, Washington, 98108. Oh, we're going to have to make a song for that. <laughs> we'll work on that, and we'll put it in the notes, the P.O. box. Yeah, let's do it, because uh, we've had some people wanting to send us stuff, which is very nice. And let's talk about the sort of things we like getting in the mail. Letters. Ooh, art. Stickers. Kites. Love letters. High thoughts. High thoughts, high definitely. Thoughts. Oh, handwritten high thoughts would be spectacular well, stephanie would it, like, go bananas oh, i'd go bananas for it like absolutely b-n-a-n-a-s all right things we don't want in our p.o box cannabis, cannabis products, products. <laughs> nothing that is illegal to mail especially i mean yes. stoner chicks is in our name so just a little obvious it's just we're we're happy uh, that, that you like smoking weed, we also like smoking weed, but we've got enough of it. We have access to it, and um, we're, we're good, but thank you. Thank you. And yeah, just nothing home-baked. I would love to eat your home-baked goods, but just not sent to me in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're saying this because we got we got some home-baked cannabis goods in the mail, and we ate them, and we didn't know there was weed in them. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, we've assumed. Well, and Kayla, weren't you, like, just coming off of um, your shot? (laughs) Well, this is what happened. We had two people taste test these edibles and said that there was no cannabis. Steph, you ate one first, right? I did eat one, yeah. And didn't feel much? I didn't feel much. But I'm high all the time, so it's like, it's kind of hard to be like, I wasn't extra high. So that's what I kind of gauged it on. Right. 
And so, and then somebody else tried one. Maybe your partner tried one. Yes, Ben tried one, and they said there was no weed in it. Yeah. So then I had this Rice Krispie treat waiting for me to eat. And I got my second COVID shot. And it was like the only day I was like, I'm just not going to smoke any weed today. I just want to feel whatever this shot is going to do to me. I want to know that it's the shot. (laughs) But then I got hungry and I ate this edible and I was fucked up. (laughs) At first I was like, wow, this COVID shot is making me feel funny making me feel kind of stoned (laughs) (laughs) and yeah then I was I had a fever and I was um so probably not from the edible no definitely not (laughs) honestly it kind of made my whole my day a little more enjoyable but it it was just weird I haven't had a mystery edible in years yeah I don't know if I've ever had a mystery edible that sounds a little disorienting (laughs) yeah I was like how high am I gonna be right now what if that started being a complaint of, like, vaccine deniers that they're like, and <laughs> vaccine made me high. I got the shot and then I got really baked out of nowhere. <laughs> I did eat some Rice Krispies someone sent me in the mail. <laughs> right. No, and I run a podcast on weed, but no, no, no correlation whatsoever. None whatsoever. Yeah, and I don't want to sound ungrateful because it was very sweet for somebody to send us stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. We didn't know until it happened how we would feel about it. Uh, we did give permission to have food sent to us. Yeah, I just asked if there, if everything was being sent legally, and I don't think that it was. <laughs> so I would love to give them a shout-out, but I don't want to shout them out And right after I said they did something illegal, so I don't know. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but we're super stoked to hear from you guys otherwise, and <laughs> I think it's truly fantastic that we have a mail destination. Yeah, Phoebe, thank you for doing that. Oh, you're welcome. I was excited. And here's my promise to every listener. If you send me a letter in the mail, post office mail, postal service mail, <laughs> to Phoebe, I will write you back at least the first time. Well, we watched another movie this week. Is it time for Stoner Movie Book Club? This week we watched the movie Dude, 2018 Netflix original directed by Olivia Milch. And she also is one of the writers. Looks like she's maybe the only writer. Interesting. Uh, That is way off topic. But the movie generally speaking, is about four girls that are all good friends. It's like the final weeks of their senior year of high school, and they're dealing with getting prom dates, huge loss, sex, non-consensual sex, all sorts of things they're dealing with in this movie. Yeah, I I came into this movie because I come into most high school kind of party movies um, at most high school movies in general, actually, I don't really find them relatable to my own high school experience. And I would put this movie in the exact same boat. However, I did find it charming and relatable in different ways, but not in the ways that I, it, like, that I thought my high school experience played out. Mm-hmm. 
it's they're they're having a very specific experience definitely yeah right in the beginning of the movie one of their one of the people in their friend group passes away gets in a car accident so very traumatic event i think right at the end of their junior year and then we kind of fast forward to senior year and then a lot of their experiences them kind of trying to cope with the loss of their friend slash brother he's one of the girl's brothers so yeah it was it was would you say this is a dramedy or a drama i'd say or a drama i would yeah. say full on drama i wouldn't really call it a dramedy even yeah at the end of the day i have to agree it was it was a drama i was thinking about i was like okay so this is kind of how i feel olivia milch right you said is the only credited writer yes i kind of okay this is kind of above up above the plot which there wasn't much of one um I feel like Olivia Milch has a very specific voice and I like her voice, but she put kind of the same voice into every character. So it was hard for me to believe that the like 13 year old brother was actually 13 and that the mother was actually mother age. I kind of felt like all of them were talking like 35 year olds. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. She was in her... Late 20s when she wrote and directed it. Late 20s. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Not, not that that changes anything you just said. I thought that was interesting because I always am like, oh, she's younger than me. <laughs> she well, made and- a movie. And she directed Ocean's 8 the same exact oh. year. She's oh, the wow. director of Ocean's sense. 8. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, it, was, it just wasn't what I expected. I mean, a, a movie called Dude starring Aquafina with a bunch of weed smoking. I just wasn't expecting it to be... Um, so dramatic but I mean I dug it I dug parts of it I was really confused for a lot of it in many different ways fully like thought things were happening that weren't happening like I thought (laughs) two of the lead characters were in love with each other and they weren't (laughs) yeah I thought maybe they're setting that up too but yeah I mean I I will be honest I didn't I didn't particularly like this movie very much um I think which some of this isn't a negative per se I think for me, it's like I don't I found it confusing that it's about these four friends. But I didn't really feel it was about the four friends. I thought it was really mainly about the one girl. And by the end of the movie, it pretty much is just following one girl, mm-hmm. um, which is fine. But it sort of I at some points wished I had just earlier on understood her more and was like following her journey more. I sort of at the end was like, oh, these are all the things she was going through. But it wasn't until the end of the movie when she was spiraling that I even really knew any of those things about her yeah my friend um carol shout out carol watched the movie that same night because i told her that's what we were watching and we kind of made the observation that you didn't see her grief up top Mm -hmm. so later in the movie when it was like she's going fucking crazy and acting weird to everyone because she's like supposedly so emotionally wound tight and ready to explode we saw no lead up to that she didn't not to say that people you know people express emotions definitely differently and not everyone's going to be like crying and sobbing as an expression of that Mm -hmm. but we didn't get enough interiority of her grief yeah there's a lot of ways to show i mean that's what cinema is right and not to sound all like hoity-toity but it's like you know is is using visuals as a language and so yeah I just felt there was a lot of elements of the movie that I had never really felt 
I was seeing how they were being explored through the movie or really what they were doing. I think my big problem with the movie that annoys me is that while it's about the four friends, it's very heavily. So they, the cast of four girls, there's Lucy Hall and Catherine Prescott. They're both brunette white girls. And then we have uh, Alexandra Ship and Aquafina. Uh, Aquafina is obviously Asian and Alexandra Ship is black. And I just felt that their characters were so underwritten and mm-hmm. it's so much more yeah. weighted towards definitely especially Lucy Hall, but the two white girls' friendship is a lot more important. They go mm-hmm. through, they kind of have the arc. And I just felt with the other two, we didn't get to know them. And I just, that always stands out to me because it's hard for me not to feel like they were like, well, we want to have diversity, so we'll cast this really diverse cast, but we're not going to actually write any characters for the non-white actors. I don't know. I just think we have Aquafina. I'm very excited to watch the show she's in because now she was also a small part in Sorority 2, or sorry, (laughs) Neighbors 2. Neighbors 2. And I'm just ready to see her starring in something and having like a full-fledged character. It's like she's such a huge talent. And she does have one of the best scenes, though, in Dude, which is where she masturbates in the school bathroom. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Right. wrote that one down. She got that vignette, which... Like, it was so confusing. Like, when they were doing the vignettes of the different girls up top, it felt like it was setting it up to really be about all of them, right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying completely. But, oh, but you know, Aquafina did just star in um, Ryan the Last Dragon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, she's got a great career going right now. So, yeah, it's hard to watch her be so underutilized in, in this and in Neighbors, too. I guess she was, she was just getting started, but, um, yeah, she had the big masturbation scene. And then I think they I think this was a running joke. It was a confusing joke. But every time she would run out of the room, I'm like, is the joke that she's going to go masturbate in the bathroom? Oh, I didn't and pick up on that. Yeah, exactly. The other girl was the joke that she was an alcoholic. Like the only other like singular glimpses we got of the friend Amelia was her like day drinking and it was kind of played for laughs, which was confusing to me. Yeah. Did that happen yeah. to anyone else? No, I found it confused. She gets really mad at her prom date for making out with the girl, but we never even knew he was her prom date till we see it just feels like a weird like there's no development there. So it just is like really her character is that she's mad at a boy for making out with someone. And there's even at the very end a part where Catherine Prescott's character says to Lucy Hall is like, we're always going to all have our problems, you know, and says about her, like, Amelia is always going to have money problems. And I was like, did we ever even know that was a thing? Yeah, this movie was full of those moments where I was like, what? Like at the beginning when the their friend passes away, I, there, I still didn't understand the characters enough to understand like that he was one of their brothers and that the the other one was in love with him and right. then i i couldn't tell them apart yet even the two main characters and then a lot happens and then at one point i thought they were in love with each other and i was wrong <laughs> i yeah. mean senior year I, is a confusing time so <laughs> senior year is a confusing time <laughs> and can i use that as a segue because as much as i really generally think that this didn't work it also, for me personally, more closely reminds me of my high school experience than any other portrayal of a teen movie ever has. 
ever, mm-hmm. ever, ever. Like the certain moments in this, like between like the nature of the close friendship of the girls and the moments when they are just smoking weed, like sitting in a car, hanging out. Um, and also, I mean, the circumstances of the movie, because my senior year was hard. I lost a couple of friends to a car crash right after junior year. And kind of having the movie center around loss and friendship, I did, there were moments like, oh, uh, when they're driving in the car smoking and they're singing along to fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really good. Um, and I will give it credit for, in terms of our task of watching female-led stoner movies, there was so much weed smoking. And one of the central things was a bong called Donkey Bong. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Donkey it was Bong. Like yeah. Hugely symbolic. So those are the two like positive aspects that I would say for myself. And there's no negative repercussions for them smoking weed. Except for Donkey Bong gets she does get actually arrested yeah. for, for having Donkey Bong in her car. That is true. I guess Donkey Bong really does bring all the problems. <laughs> um so should at a certain at a certain point we were gonna say who we all were and we but I don't know if we need to do that, but Steph definitely was the Aquafina character. Yes. Steph always masturbates in school bathrooms. (laughs) I don't masturbate in school bathrooms, but I have masturbated in public multiple times. Not in front of people, but like I've I've had the urge to masturbate in weird places and and I've found sanctuary somewhere and I've done it. Hi, Stephanie's dad. Uh, And I (laughs) Yeah, hi, dad. And then then I've also uh, have things for older teacher type characters in my life. Um, so oh, yeah, the teacher. And then yeah. also, I've had two tampons inside of me. So oh, I forgot are... that's one of the things that happens to her. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of drunk the night before at karaoke, and I forgot the string had broken off the night before. And so oh, when yeah. I woke up the next morning just out of habit, I just, like, threw the tampon in. And then I was like, oh, fuck, there's still a tampon in there. And then I couldn't get it out, and I had to go to the urgent care, and I had oh, this no. nice old nurse i think she was like a 30 year veteran nurse and i'm like hey can you get this tampon out of me <laughs> she's like she started throwing on her glove not my first like and she, <laughs> and she got it out real quick and i was out of there within like 15 minutes and i was like thank you ma'am wish i could tip <laughs> I, i'm not i'm amazed i've never done that i have had so many times where i smoke weed and then i start being like do i have two tampons inside of me <laughs> That's a relatable experience while high, too, being like, did I fuck something up? Like, yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> like, did I leave the oven on? Well, um, so I guess, why don't we rate this? Okay. Hmm. I'll do three out of five bongs. Bong rips. Yeah. So, sadly, I, Phoebe Richards, what did I say my full name? I, Phoebe Richards, <laughs> I'm going to give it one oath. out of five. I kind of feel Uh bad because I really like supporting female directed movies, but I didn't like it much and I don't think it's a comedy at all. So I feel okay giving it one out of five bong rips. I'm going to give it two out of five bong rips. I was confused by the movie, but I, there were great (laughs) moments. It had moments and they did use humor to kind of alleviate some of the drama. And I also can relate to, you know, experiencing loss at a young age and not really knowing or being emotionally mature enough to handle that or 
you know, process it in a healthy way. So anyway, it was a, it was yeah. a good movie, but I'm going to give it two out of five. I'm going to give it I, Stephanie Thompson. <laughs> um, I'm giving this one and a half bong rips because I agree with you, Phoebe. It's I don't consider it a comedy. However, Aquafina's character and there were a couple other comedic moments in the movie. She I brought think, the provided, lols. Yeah, brought the lollies. And so um, I'm going to give it that half bump to get to it. <laughs> I'm awesome. going to say two and a half because really all I've done the past two days is shit on it. So there we go. <laughs> uh, well, it's been a riveting experience. I know. I'm sorry that this week's Stoner Movie Book Club was us just being like, meh. Well, <laughs> here, I, I, I know we're out of time, so I'm going to say this quick. I think it says a lot, though, that if you put in female stoner movie, it's one of like three that comes up every time. Yeah. So it, it does is. make yeah. sense. And there is a lot yeah. of weed smoking. Uh, and then I'm going to say that's us concluding this edition of Stoner Movie Book Club. And now, a toke break. I hope that you had a lovely toke break. Mm. That was so ominous. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> I hope I you hope. all had a lovely toke break. I hope you had a lovely <laughs> toke break, Barbara. <laughs> Especially you, Barbara. <laughs> I prepared a bit this week that I want to try out, and it's called Desert Highland. Not not Highland like in like. It's called Desert Highland. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like. Wait, that should be the song, though. If it has a song, it's Stephanie singing a Scottish jig. Oh, yeah, please. (laughs) Um, I've never been so high than when I'm in the desert. Desert highlands. (laughs) Wow. All right. um, Based on that intro, this is going to sound a little odd. But um, so, all right, now. Everybody close your eyes. I want you to imagine that you blink your eyes open and feel hot sun on your face and the sting of salt water in your eyes. And as you blink open, you realize that you've washed ashore on an island and it's the three of you. And as you're slowly waking up, you look around, there's some palm trees, there's a little pool of like water some rocks that you know have an ecosystem and not much else there's not much going on here and then as you're kind of getting up and stumbling up you look over and see that poking out of the sand is a brown glass growler does one of you go over to explore it of course i do all right phoebe does Phoebe picks up the glass growler and it has a cap on it and she unscrews the cap and out bursts a genie. <laughs> and, fine. and she says, Hey, my name's Jeannie. My real name's Jean, but my friends call me Jeannie. Cool. Um, hi, Jeannie. Basic- hi, basically, <laughs> uh, your wish is my command. Uh, essentially, the deal here is that in three weeks, a ship will come to rescue you. But until then, this is your stoner paradise. So uh, you're going to be able to choose how you want to deck it out. And poof, it will be there for you. 
So um, this is Grace again. What I'm going to have us do is go through three different areas. And depending on the category you get, you're going to name an object and give it a bit of a description. So let me explain. So the first area that you're going to be decking out is the hash pad. <laughs> and this is the smoking and chilling area. Cool. So there's three different categories. Um, let's start with Phoebe. Choose one through three, a number one through three. 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 So you get to choose what the, what the shelter is over it. Like there's the palm trees, but you know, is it like a metal tin roof or. Uh, oh, I don't have to use oak. things that are on the Island. I can have anything no. I want. Yeah. Anything your heart desires or, but like, a well, type I'd of say metal tin. Yeah. With covered in a good layer of palm tree leaves. Okay. Okay. Keeping it simple. I like it. I like it. Um, all right. Uh, Stephanie, mm -hmm. choose a number between one and two. I'll go with number one. Number one. Oh, great. You get to choose uh, the lounging like furniture. So it could be something like Ooh. Adirondack chairs or something nicer. I know Kayla's been chilling in her hammock recently, but it could be literally any sort of lounging. Um, Ooh. Thanks. I do love a good hammock. I think it's going to be hammocks, man. Hell yeah. That are papasans, but What's I think hammocks are more comfortable. Papasans are the, they're like half the egg nest. shaped type of nest chairs that sit oh, on a little. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I mean, think about if a hammock, though, not having a hardback chair ever. Okay, this has got to be a little more in Sorry. the moment decision making. I, okay, he isn't part of this. It's all you Hammock. Stuff. Hammocks. Okay, so, so. Um, a metal uh, roof with uh, sticks supporting it had popped up with palm fronds on top and then three hammocks pop up anchored to the trees. Um, and now, Kayla, your category is lighting. Is it mm. just the light of the fire or is there other lighting for this tropical night? I thought you'd never ask. Okay, <laughs> we're going to have some white twinkly lights that you know, it's going to be tough because we have no outlets, but there will be white twinkly lights. Every um, palm tree is wrapped in in white, uh, like, light tape. And then um, since white supremacists ruin tiki torches, I, we will not have tiki torches, but we will have lots of um, hanging candles. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Uh, now we move on to the Canna Cabana. This is where all of your snacks and beverages mm. and edibles live. Nice. So um, we will go. Uh, Stephanie, pick a number between one and three. Two. Two. Uh, you get to if this. So you get to choose if you had one beverage for three weeks. What would the one beverage be? And you're all drinking it. Oh, we all have to drink it? Oh, yeah. This is like... Do we have water? You're deciding for everyone. I'm Wait, deciding for water? everyone, not just for myself. We already have water because we have that spring that she mentioned. Yeah. Right, 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 yeah. right, right, um, right. So right, right. I, um, knowing my ladies and some of their allergies and preferences, <laughs> I am probably going to go with a <laughs> cider of some sort. Num. A dry cider. 
Okay, and then aged in bourbon barrels. And then (laughs) the the other two of you can add too. Or is there anything else special about the cider? Just very dry. Very dry. Very dry, and it has a hint of chai, making it chider. Oh, I like chider. Phoebe made a face. She doesn't like that. (laughs) It's okay. I'll deal. I'll learn to like it. And I'll get you back. Oh, sorry. Uh, Kayla, choose between one and three. 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 Okay, you get to choose what kind of edible you all will will be eating for the next three weeks. If you could have one edible for 21 days that you could eat, what would it be? Oh, boy. Not food, weed. Weed edibles. Yeah. Um, We could do, well, they did this in Dude. We could have weed Listerine strips. Perfect. So we'll have. That's right. Wait, do I have to choose three things? No, just one. Oh, okay. That's what I choose. <laughs> Fresh All right. And then poof, Listerine strips uh, pop up. And then the next category, Phoebe, is snack. If you could have one snack mm-hmm. for three mm-hmm. weeks, mm-hmm. what will you all be eating? Well, I mean, again, because of the company, what I would do is it would be a, every, a spread, a super spread of tater tots. Oh. And like every kind of dipping sauce, just like <gasps> add like fifty different kinds of dipping sauces. Some maybe with meat, even like go all out, so we can get a good variety. A tot smorgasbord. Yes. Yeah. Sounds amazing. <laughs> Love you, Kayla. Thank you. <laughs> and then, really, very quickly, we'll do. Um, and the last category is, I couldn't decide between pleasure chest or leisure chest (laughs) pleasure chest (laughs) but that kind of just makes me think of like like i know but i feel every room so far has been very leisurely in this place yeah so the leisure do we go to masturbate um where wherever man i don't know do your thing Um, but, uh, leisure chest is your weed toolkit. So this is kind Mm. of the like activity aspect of it. So let's go. Kayla, choose one through three. Two. Two. All right. What strain of weed will you all be consuming for the entire three weeks that you're there? Ooh, I'm going to go with blue dream, baby, because it's euphoric and energizing. Perfect. Blue Dream. Phoebe, one or three? Three. Three. All right. So (laughs) something that was already on this island is a boom box. So I want you to describe to me what this boom box looks like. Oh, Um, it it works really well, no matter how I make it sound like it looks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like bubblegum pink (gasps) and it, it, it actually is a tape player. Oh, nice. Um, and I don't know. It's cute. Yeah. And waterproof. And waterproof. Hell yeah. And, all and, the, and we have just an endless supply of batteries. Endless <laughs> supply of batteries. Perfect. <laughs> um, and Stephanie, finally, last but not least, um, what kind of vehicle will you be smoking out of? Is it joints? Is it a, a piece of, like a glass piece mm. of some sort? What would be... The one piece that you brought to a desert island. Honestly, I'm going to go not considering any of the other ladies, and I'm going to go with what my primary vehicle is, and it is paper. So it's going to be joints nice. on my yeah, end. I'm okay with that. We'll be smoking joints the that entire kind time. Of feels like an island vibe to be smoking joints on the yeah, beach. Yeah, yeah. 
the final question to put the party going on this desert highland is what one album would you bring to this island um, and to play on a cassette tape in the boom box? Um, and I, I asked this beforehand, so th- they've been thinking on it. Kayla. My answer is Sticky Fingers by Rolling Stones. Very nice. <laughs> Phoebe. Uh, my answer, well, my answer is Mesopotamia by the B-52s. Because that's my favorite Ooh. album. And it's so fun. We could have a dance party all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. But a part of me was like, wanted to like ask someone, not one of you, because you might not know, but like uh, someone that knows classical music, like what's the best symphony ever written? And take that and just like oh. get to know it really well. Oh. That was a weird unrelated so i'll I'll say b52's mesopotamia let's do all this in real life (laughs) yeah definitely i chose the first album i ever bought as a child by myself and that was crazy sexy cool by tlc and i'll be bringing that to the island as well yeah that's a fun three like we're just gonna be partying just smoking our joints yeah. Can I? And then the the genie pop, pops back up, and she's like, "I'm so glad to have helped you guys out." <laughs> and uh, I uh, I got this last cassette tape from your friend uh, Grace. <laughs> she she didn't also get stranded here. I know. It's but... gonna be. Like, can we wish for you to come? No. Yeah, that's my third oh, wish. <laughs> that's your third wish. Yeah. Okay. I I I appear out of nowhere, and I say, yeah. "Hey, I just happened to be holding this cassette tape of Dirty Computer." computer by Janelle Monet. <laughs> nice. Wow. And, um, and then uh, let the 21 day party on this desert highland. Fuck yeah. All the dry vibes. cider a girl could ever want. <laughs> dry cider and tots. <laughs> and very fresh breath. Oh, we'd be so sick of that stuff after 21 days. <laughs> That was great, Grace. That was hard to say. That was great, Grace. Uh, Thanks. Thanks for experimenting with me on it. All right. Well, thank you, Grace. And thank you, Stephanie and Phoebe and everyone listening. You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah. So thank you. uh, Fuck, I'm not even high today. (laughs) I can't even talk. We love you listeners. We're so happy to have you with us every week. If you haven't checked us out on social media, we're Stoner Chicks Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, and we're Weed Queens on TikTok. We love you so much. And Phoebe, what do we always say? Don't drink the salt water. Do smoke the weed. Thank you for listening to the Stoner Chicks Podcast. We want to thank our editor, Shari Junko, the composer of our theme music, Jessica Damari, and Ben Redder and AJ Dent for creating our rad cover art. Email us your high thoughts at stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Stoner Chicks Podcast. <laughs>